Hello, this is Pastor John, just reading the Word. Today we're going to pick up Hebrews chapter 4. Father, thank you for your Word. Thank you for Holy Spirit's inspiration to illuminate the Word to our minds and our hearts. That we might take the Word and find its application and walk it out in truth. Father, again, I thank you for this. I ask for your continued covering over our country, over the world, over our politicians, our law enforcement, our medical community, and our church community. And I thank you again for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4. God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this is good news, that God has prepared this rest, has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for others, God said in Psalms 95, in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Even though this rest has been ready since he made the world, we know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. This is Genesis 2.2. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. But in the other passage, God said, they will never enter my place of rest. So God's rest is there for people to enter, but those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So again, we see the, the nature of the word, that when you take an action, there is a result. And it's a give and take. The rest is there but you must obey God. Hebrews 4, 7. So God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. For the word of God is a lie. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between the soul and the spirit, between joint and marrow. It expresses our innermost thoughts and desires. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Nothing, nothing in all creation is hidden from God. 
Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one whom we are accountable. The Word of God, you can apply it, you can take the sword, you can delve into the Word and deal with the sin, with the doubt, with the discouragement. You can deal with this. And God knows our thoughts and our ways. It's important to recognize the power of the Word of God. Hebrews 4:14. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest is ours. Under, this high priest of ours understands our weakness, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it the most. What great word, what great comfort, the mercy of God, the grace of God on our lives brought to you by the word, empowered by Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for the day. I ask you as we apply these words to our lives that we will be strengthened and encouraged, that we will recognize it in our old sinful ways and those thoughts that hound us, that you already know them and you are ready to continually forgive us and keep us. And for this I say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.